In this episode of eHack Her Health, we'll explore the intricate relationships between sleep and women's well-being. Now, sleep is a fundamental aspect of our lives, influencing our physical health, mental well-being, and overall quality of life. Yet, when it comes to women's health, the significance of sleep often goes unnoticed or overlooked. That's why I've dedicated this episode to shedding light on this critical topic and looking to empower women to prioritize their sleep. We'll uncover the fascinating interplay between sleep and women's reproductive health, delving into the effects of pregnancy and menopause on sleep. We'll also unravel the relationship between sleep and mental health and addressing the impact of sleep disorders on women's health as well. And that's not all. We'll equip you with some valuable resources to support your sleep journey, from sleep tracking to websites and even some digital therapeutics. Uh, We'll navigate the landscape of how these resources can help you achieve restful night's sleep. So whether you are a woman seeking to improve your sleep quality or someone who wants to support the woman in your life, this episode is for you. Together, let's unravel the mysteries of sleep and empower women to prioritize their rest, ultimately unlocking the countless benefits of a good night's sleep. Welcome to eHacker Health, the podcast providing digital and community resources to help women optimize their health. I'm your host, Dr. Kat Andrews. Right. Hello. Welcome. I'm so happy to have you join me today. Uh, Today, we are going to look at how having a restful, good night's sleep is so beneficial. Now, sleep plays a vital role in maintaining overall health and well-being. It is a fundamental biological process that allows the body and the mind to rest, recover, and rejuvenate as well as regenerate. Now, adequate sleep is essential for the physical, cognitive, and emotional functionings. Now, women face specific challenges and consideration when it comes to sleep health. Hormonal challenges throughout the menstrual cycle, pregnancy, and menopause can significantly impact sleep patterns. Additionally, as women, we may be more susceptible to certain sleep disorders and experience difficulty uh, or different sleep effects um, compared to men. Now, why is this important? Well, let's first take a look at the sleep-wake cycle and its impact on overall well-being. Now, to understand or comprehend the importance of sleep in women's health, we need to first start by exploring what the sleep-wake cycle is. Because sleep is a dynamic process, it consists of several stages, each with its own purpose and benefit. It is during sleep that our bodies repair and rejuvenate, um, considering, or I should say, consolidating memories and regulating our hormones and supporting the immune function. And women, like men, require adequate sleep to maintain optimal 
physical, and mental health. However, the unique biological and hormonal characteristics of women can pose specific challenges when it comes to sleep. Now, because women often face distinct sleep challenges, this can disrupt our sleep quality and quantity. And a big one is because of hormonal fluctuations throughout the menstrual cycle, pregnancy, and menopause. And this can all lead to changes in our sleep patterns, uh, difficulty in falling asleep, or even staying asleep. In fact, let's look specifically at some of the hormonal changes. And you can see if some of this sounds familiar to you. Now, the first one I'll go into is menstrual cycle sleep disturbances, right? This is where you have fluctuations in hormones during the menstrual cycle that can affect sleep due to symptoms such as insomnia, you end up getting fragmented sleep, and excessive daytime sleepiness. And that depends. It can happen at various stages of the menstrual cycle. Another one is, of course, pregnancy sleep challenges. Pregnant women often face various sleep difficulties that can impact their overall well-being. The most common challenges, of course, include difficulty finding a comfortable sleep position. There's increased snoring, vivid dreams. There's also restless leg syndrome and or leg cramps. These factors combined with anxiety and heartburn, the baby's movements can all disrupt both the duration of sleep as well as the quality of sleep. And then the other uh, hormonal changes are during menopause. So you have menopause sleep disturbances. And menopause is often associated with sleep disturbances because the hormonal fluctuations, particularly the decline in estrogen levels, can lead to symptoms such as night sweats, hot flashes, insomnia, and sleep fragmentation. Now you take that and you combine it with the additional responsibilities that women have related to work and caregiving and household management. And this, of course, results in increased stress levels, which in turn further affects sleep. Then there are sleep disorders such as insomnia and the one I just mentioned, restless leg syndrome, which have a greater prevalence among women. So let's look a little bit more at this and its impact. Uh, Now with sleep disorders, one of the most common ones is insomnia. Now this is more prevalent in women than in men. It involves difficulty falling asleep and staying asleep or experiencing non-restorative sleep, right? So you may get some sleep, but you're not rested. Um, Factors such as hormonal changes, pregnancy, and menopause can contribute to insomnia in women. The other sleep disorder condition is sleep apnea. Now, although sleep apnea is more common in men, women also have it, and women tend to be underdiagnosed due to differences in the symptoms and its presentation. Now, sleep apnea involves pauses in breathing during sleep, leading to disrupted sleep and potentially serious health consequences. The next one is restless leg syndrome or RLS. This is a neurological disorder characterized by an uncontrollable urge to move the legs and it's often accompanied by uncomfortable sensation. Women are more likely to experience RLS or restless leg syndrome during pregnancy. And the last one, of course, is narcolepsy. 
This is a chronic neurological disorder that affects the brain's ability to regulate the sleep-wake cycles. It can cause excessive daytime sleepiness, a sudden loss of muscle control known as cataplexia. Um, there's also sleep paralysis and hallucinations. And women are affected equally by narcolepsy as men. Now, many of us have seen our mothers, our sisters, maybe our aunties or our grandmas go without adequate sleep on more than one occasion, likely due to some of these conditions that I've mentioned. And for some, this has actually been normalized, right? Just not getting enough sleep. And because it's normalized, we as women or some women have not sought out solutions on how to actually improve their sleep. So before I get into how we can actually get more restful sleep, let's actually talk a little bit about the repercussions of not having enough sleep or dealing with sleep deprivation. Now, sleep deprivation can have significant consequences on a woman's health. Chronic lack of sleep has been linked to an increased risk of various health conditions, including things such as cardiovascular disease and diabetes and even anxiety. So first, I want to look at the impact of sleep deprivation on women's health, uh, physical health specifically. So if we're looking at things like cardiovascular health, poor sleep is associated with an increased risk of heart disease as well as hypertension, stroke, and other uh, cardiovascular problems. So women with sleep disorders may be at a higher risk for these conditions. Then there's weight management and metabolism. So sleep deprivation can disrupt the hormones that regulate our appetite. This in turn leads to increased cravings and weight gain. So if you've ever stayed up late and you realize, man, I'm hungry, that's what that is. So a lack of sleep can also affect your metabolism and your insulin sensitivity. And this potentially can increase, of course, the risk of obesity as well as diabetes in women. The next one would be uh, immune system function. Now, sufficient sleep is essential for a healthy immune system. And sleep deprivation can weaken the immune system, making women more susceptible to infections, slower wound healing, and increase inflammation. And then the last one I wanna go over is chronic pain conditions. Women are more likely to experience chronic pain conditions such as fibromyalgia and migraines, and sleep disorder can exacerbate pain, precipitation, and make it challenging to manage these conditions effectively. Now, I can speak personally on this. I actually do suffer with migraines, and when I didn't have a regular sleep cycle, I definitely would have some horrible, horrible migraines. So if you find that you are um, having an increase in your migraines or headaches or things of that nature, or just experiencing more pain, sleep or lack of quality of sleep, I can speak as a testament to that, is definitely likely a culprit for that. Now, inadequate sleep, besides causing physical issues, can also affect us um, with our mental health. Now, some of the impacts on mental health include things like a mood disorder, right? So lack of sleep can contribute to the development or the worsening of things such as depression and anxiety because women are twice as likely as men to experience depression. Sleep disturbances or sleep deprivation can often accompany these conditions. 
Next, there's cognitive function and memory. And sufficient sleep is really critical for optimal cognitive function as well as uh, learning. So sleep deprivation can impair our intention uh, as well as our concentration and problem solving abilities as well as memory recall. So if you've ever stayed up late to try to study for a test or prepare something for work and then get to work to try to present at a meeting and realize that you just don't have the attention span for it, it's due to the lack of sleep, right? Not necessarily due to your lack of preparation, but you do need sufficient sleep to have optimal cognitive function. And then the last one is stress management. Sleep plays a critical role in stress management and emotional well-being. Inadequate sleep can increase stress levels, reduce resilience, and make it more challenging for us as women to cope with daily stressors. So, We need to not only acknowledge, but address the sleep challenges. So as women, we can take proactive steps to prioritize our sleep and make our overall health and well-being really a priority. So let's look at some practical tips and then some digital resources that anyone can actually take, but specifically as women, we can take to get more restful sleep. So with some of the practical tips, of course, you likely have heard them, but I'm going to go ahead and put them out there because I don't think they can ever be overstated. Uh, The first one is to create a sleep-friendly environment. Now, this is all about making your bedroom, your sleeping area as comfortable and as inviting for sleep as possible. So this means keeping your room maybe as cool and dark and quiet as possible. Consider using blackout curtains, uh, getting earplugs, or having a white noise machine if you want to kind of blackout disturbing noises or light. Um, This is what we talk about when you've ever heard somebody talk about sleep hygiene. Um, So this would mean also taking out uh, things that may be disruptive, such as with some people not having a TV in your room. This would be creating that sleep-friendly environment. Another practical action step is to establish a consistent sleep schedule. Try to go to bed at the same time as well as wake up at the same time. And this is every day, including the weekends. Uh, I know that when I started to do this and not treat the weekends as like a sleep-in day, but just kind of get the same amount of sleep on every day, still wake up on the weekends. For me, I wake up between five and six o'clock and still do that on the weekends. I found that I actually did feel better and I worked better and was just better functioning throughout the week because I didn't have this off schedule on the weekend. Um, Because this helps regulate your body's internal clock and it does help promote better sleep. Third, kind of going on with the the consistent sleep schedule is to practice a relaxing bedtime routine. So this is all about developing a, call it a pre-sleep routine that helps signal to your body that it's time to wind down or prepare for sleep. So this includes things like, you know, you start turning off lights, taking a warm bath, preparing or practicing relaxation techniques, uh, listening to calm music, putting your digital devices away, maybe even reading, um some poetry, something, things that will just start to calm the body down. And then the fourth one is limiting your exposure to screens uh, before bed. So 
We've all heard likely about the blue light that is emitted from electronic devices, particularly when it comes to like our phones and our computers. So when we can avoid using our devices at least an hour before bedtime, uh, this or setting things on nighttime mode, which will usually reduce the blue light or kind of having a blue light filter, this really does reduce the impact that it has on sleep. Right. Now, while I talked about reducing, uh, to go along, I should say, with reducing our impact with blue light emissions and using our phones, the digital resources I'm going to give you are really more about devices, about things that are kind of connected really more to smart watches or to your device without you actually having to use it. So I'm going to have three for you today. The first one is Sleep Cycle. Now, Sleep Cycle is a really popular sleep tracking app. It's available both on iOS and Android devices. It uses the device's accelero accelerometer, <laughs> if I said that right, to analyze sleep patterns and provide detailed sleep statistics. This includes things like your sleep quantity, the duration, the disturbance. Um, the app is also, also features a smart alarm that wakes users up during um, their lightest sleep phase for a more refreshed awakening. Now the website also has a lot of great information like managing your sleep with a newborn and why you might get headaches if you nap. So with this, you get a lot of great information on how you can sleep. And most of our phones, when you put them down and put them up, they actually do at some point, you know, they all have a health feature, whether it's Google Health or Samsung Health or, Apple Health that really can track your sleep. So having the Sleep Cycle app really will give you some great information on that. Uh, the other one is the Pillow app. Pillow is another highly regarded sleep tracking app. Now this one only works on iOS or I should say Apple Watch and the and the Apple uh, phone. Uh, it uses a lot. It utilizes kind of some more advanced algorithms to monitor sleep stages as well as your heart rate and things like snoring. It provides detailed sleep analysis, it generates reports, it offers things like audio recordings to detect any sleep disturbances. So if you want to know about, you know, sleep apnea and all these things and snoring, this app will have that all for you. The other one I want to talk about, which is more, it's a little bit different from the two apps and websites, is called ShutEye. And that actually stands for Sleep Healthy Using the Internet. So it's S-H-U-T-I, shut I. Uh, now, this one is a little bit different, and what it's, it's known as a digital therapeutic. It is an online interactive uh, CBT, or cognitive behavior therapy, uh, intervention program designed to help individuals with insomnia improve their sleep. It provides uh, interactive modules, sleep diaries, and tools to implement behavioral change to improve sleep habits. It's really a self-help program that fits your schedule, so it can be used over the internet from the privacy of your and convenience of your home. So with that and all this information, right, this actually kind of brings us to a close um, of the end of this episode, right, on how really understanding the importance of sleep and how it can impact us, right? We've explored the significance of why sleep is really important for all of us, but specifically as women, why it's important for us, delved a little bit into sleep disorders, 
and how they impact women's health and even discuss the, you know, the valuable digital resources that can support better sleep. And specifically, I want you all to remember that quality sleep is not a luxury. It is an essential pillar of our well-being. So by prioritizing sleep and taking proactive steps to address sleep challenges, we can all empower ourselves and the women and girls around us to lead healthier and more fulfilling lives. So I encourage you to reflect on your own sleep habits consider implementing some of the insights and strategies that were shared in this episode. And just remember that small changes can make big differences in the quality of your sleep and your overall health. If you find that you have persistent sleep difficulties or suspect that you actually do have one of the sleepy disorders that I talked about, it's really important to consult with a healthcare professional who specializes in sleep medicine, you know, maybe asked to have a sleep study so that you can really get some good information on this and get better sleep. They, uh, sleep, sleep, uh, healthcare professionals, especially those who specialize in sleep medicine can provide you with tailored advice and a diagnosis and a treatment option to address your specific needs. Now, be sure to join us next week and learn about the importance of clinical trials on women's health. And this includes things like makeup and um, taking herbs and vitamins and all that stuff. So we'll have a special guest speaker next week. But until then, let's embrace the power of restful sleep and support each other in achieving optimal sleep. I want to thank you again for tuning in. Until next week, sleep well, take care, and remember to prioritize your precious rest. If you have any questions or topic suggestions for further episodes, please reach out through the website at www.ehackerhealth.com or drop an email. The email's in the description below. Would love to hear from you either way. Have a great one. Bye.